Wow, where do I even begin? I guess I can start by saying hi, and my name is Steph. I am so excited to be here with each of you and start this podcast journey. I know that it's not going to be easy or perfect, but I do know that it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think each of you will enjoy what we have planned. I'll start with a bit of my backstory. Again, my name is Steph, and about two years ago, my husband and I started our journey to parenthood. We found out that we were expecting in November 2021. Fast forward to February 2022, and we had a miscarriage around 12 weeks. To be honest, this was such a devastating time. After talking with doctors and midwives and getting over the shock of the news that we just had, I decided to go down the medicine path to get my body back to a non-pregnant state. However, this did not work for me, which only happens about 2% of the time. And after more consultation, we decided the next best step for my health was to go through a DNC. It was all such a strange and weird time through the communication with the doctors and the medicine not working and how I was starting to feel and think. After the medicine didn't take, I had been carrying the miscarriage for almost a month until we were able to have that DNC. My body didn't feel like it was mine or that I had really true ownership over it. And mentally, one of the main thoughts that I was starting to have is that I'm carrying around our baby that we'll never get to meet. I vividly remember being out for Valentine's Day with three of my best girlfriends and just crying at the table in this packed restaurant because of how I was feeling and what I was thinking. It was truly a mentally, physically, and emotionally tough time for me. And not just for me, but for my husband as well. Different types of tough, but nonetheless, it was tough for both of us. Now, let's go ahead and fast forward to July 2022. We decided that we were in a place that we wanted to try again. And between July and February, which I think kind of helped us get there, was that we really were focusing on each other and supporting one another, doing really positive and fun things that made us happy. One of my favorite and most cherished memories from this time was the professional golf tournament that I took my husband to for his birthday. Now, for those of you who know my husband, you know how much he loves golf. For those of you listening that don't know him, just know that he loves golf a lot. So this was such an exciting time for us. It was a, a trip. We were able to experience something new for the first time together, see his favorite players, um, and get to do some really cool things um, while we were on the trip. So overall, it was just such a great experience for both of us to have together. But in July, we, we started to try again. And that was followed by a string of chemical pregnancies in August, September, and December which was a different level of physical, mental, and emotionally tough time for me um, from that first miscarriage. Different, but still tough. And between this time um, and multiple doctor's appointments and tests to try to understand what was going on and why it was so difficult for us, I found out that I am BRCA1 positive. Now, for those of you who don't know what that is, somebody with that gene mutation is at a higher risk within their lifetime to develop specific types of cancer, such as breast. Now, we'll dive deeper into BRCA1 and, and what that diagnosis means in later episodes, but one of the conversations that sticks in my mind and stays on my mental during this time was one that was with a friend that's a physician. As I told her what was going on and the diagnosis, you know, we were talking through it and she looked at me and was, and was like, Steph, like, this is really serious. When we talk about this in the medical community, it's not if you're going to get cancer, it's when you're going to get cancer. 
So that lives kind of in my memory during this time. And after consulting many doctors from my OBGYN to breast specialists to genetics counselors and plastic surgeons, um, we ultimately decided to go down the IVF path. Now, side tangent, let me tell you this. A plastic surgeon's office hits completely different from the way that it's decorated, their furniture is a little bit nicer and more comfortable, they have refreshments in their waiting room, the doctors and staff are dressed impeccable. Um, It's just a very different experience from the average doctor. But while I was in the plastic surgeon's office, we were talking through what all of my options were. And one of the things that he said to me was, as we wait on, you know, these test results, these biopsy results that we're, we're waiting on, when we get those results, the ball's either in mine and the other doctor's courts or your court. So start thinking through what you want to do in either scenario. Ultimately, the ball was in our court. And we decided to go down the IVF path to hopefully get to our end goal with a little bit more intelligence, a little bit more insight, and hopefully a little bit more speed. Now, we know that IVF is not a silver bullet, but that's what we determined in that moment was the best for us and what we were wanting. And while all of that was going on, also outside life was still happening. And some really wonderful things actually happened. I had progressed and accomplished many great things at work and have really strengthened my brand within my career. I've made so many wonderful memories with friends and family through experiences and travel. And at the end of the day, I will say this more than once on this podcast, my husband and I have grown so much closer and really strengthened our relationship by navigating through this together. Now, it wasn't easy, and I don't think it will ever get easy, Um, But we had to find balance and learn what helps us be the best version of ourself through the good and the bad times. And we do things together, but importantly, we found different things that help us on our own. And I think that solo, that on our own things are so important to, you know, foundation of you and in any relationship. Now, one of those solo things for me throughout all of this has been journaling. And in some recent months, we've received truly some of the most annoying news, which has kind of evolved my journaling into writing a letter to my future mom self. So when we get to that moment we've worked so hard for, parenthood, or in reality, maybe not parenthood, but whatever that future timeline holds, I can look back and see what I had to say to myself in that moment, which is why I'm so excited and I'm here to introduce to you Dear Mom Me, a podcast that will take us on a journey through the letters to my future mom self, but followed by supporting conversations of navigating through the entire journey, the journey that's happening in parallel and that we're all balancing alongside of the journey to motherhood or even trying to decide if you want to be a mother. We will break down what it looks like to find balance and how the idea of balance evolves at every stage of life talking about what makes us feel good and why it makes us feel good, such as getting your hair done, retail therapy, exercise, discussing careers, and so much more. You'll hear from some of my favorite people, experts in the field, and of course, moms, people who want to be moms, those who don't know, and those who know they don't want to be moms. So tune in, subscribe, follow along as we dive in to topics of balance, mindfulness, career, things that make us feel good, and whatever life throws our way. So welcome to Dear Mom Me.